Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Anker and Ryan Huang. Job stability, salary, career progression. For sure, if you fall into the 30-something age range, right, that's probably going to be one of the most important things on your mind. It's, it's very hard to make a, a decision to change your career, especially after a certain age. But our next guest, Gavin Sim, decided to tender his resignation from the Singapore Navy on his 30th birthday. I mean, you're talking about 10 years of service as a Navy officer, probably on a good path to a promotion and all that. You can imagine it, right? But he decided he was going to take a, a leap of faith, doing what most Singaporeans would find perhaps rash at that age, tendering his resignation and then figuring out what he wanted to do with his life. In fact, he was alongside another turning point in his life when his father was diagnosed with cancer shortly after he left the Navy in 2016. So it was without a 9-to-5 job, Gavin found himself with the luxury of spending time with his father and it was at that point that he realised what he truly wanted. He's going to share with us uh, his experience making that switch as well as his entrepreneurial journey right now. Gavin Sim, founder, Inbox Consultants and Inbox Income Academy on the line with us. Gavin, good morning. How are you? you hi good morning what a great story uh before we dive into all of that let's let's find out about where you are right now so you founded inbox consult and inbox income academy what is this company all about so what i do is i actually help companies and smes to craft excellent offers so that they're going to be able to do a paid marketing online to generate more revenue and that is actually under the scope of inbox consults and I actually have the other company, which is Inbox Income Academy. And the reason why I actually have both is because uh, education is my passion. And as I'm actually teaching people about marketing, I feel that it's actually quite uh, hypocritical if I'm actually not practicing that myself. So uh, what I do is that as I'm teaching other people, I also make sure that I have a uh, you know, Inbox Consult that is actually doing marketing for myself and for my clients so that when I teach other people, they know that I'm teaching them real life and real time uh, strategies and, you know, things that actually work currently. It's like building up that street cred. I, I get you on that. Uh, I want to talk about the inspiration behind this because uh, as I was introducing you, we talked about how you were not holding a, a full-time job at that time. You're spending more time with your father and it was at that point that you realized what you truly wanted. So, so how did this happen? That's going to be a, a great story. So the truth is this, right? Uh, when things turned around in, when I was 30, uh, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. The truth is that I was, I was actually feeling quite lost. Mm-hmm. And I was just stumbling around. And I'm pretty sure that, as you mentioned, as people reach a landmark, uh, a milestone in their life, uh, they will definitely face the same issue. And I feel that it's about just doing it, right? It might sound cliche, but it's mm-hmm. about just doing it. And the reason why I actually left the Navy and... Uh, went on to do what I wanted to do is because I had a fear. And my fear is that I had a fear of regret. I was worried that on my deathbed that I didn't give myself that chance to do what I really wanted, which is why uh, when the whole thing happened and I didn't have a plan, I just asked myself this question, like, Gavin, what would be the one thing that you regret not doing? And I told myself is not pursuing what I really love, which is education. That is how I started to look for opportunities to educate people. And as things goes by, I start to realize 
uh, what I really love doing and I gain more clarity. I really love educating people in marketing and mm. that's how I got started. And over time, I discovered really that I have a flair for it and that's how people started looking for me as well to do marketing for them. And that's how both companies come to be. Mm. And, and it's not just marketing. I mean, in particular, digital marketing. We're talking about a generation that's, that's born into tech. I mean, what's your experience with this? And, and how is this journey going so far where the digital marketing is concerned? The, the world is constantly changing and especially with digital marketing. Yeah. Uh, truly, things change so fast, right? Like It's like every two to three days, something changed. You know, uh, Facebook could change our algorithm or the next day we hear Google changing something. And the way we do marketing always has to adapt to what the platforms are introducing. So uh, I think I would say the biggest challenge right now for most people is that we need to understand that the hybrid is, is the new norm. Pre-COVID, everything was purely physical. Most people just do uh, traditional marketing and a lot of the events happen in person, mm-hmm. right? But two years ago when Circuit Breaker happened, especially in Singapore, we were literally stuck at home, right? Mm-hmm. And everything moved online. We all heard of the term now Zoomify, right? We are all <laughs> going on Zoom. <laughs> we, are just, we are just doing Zoom all, all day long. But today, especially after the SMM has all been relaxed, yeah. we are all moving now to the new hybrid form. And I think moving on, uh, advertisers as well as businesses need to understand that we need to incorporate a hybrid framework into the way that we do advertising and into the way we run our business. So mm-hmm. there has to be some elements that is going to be physical because there are still people who want to be out there. But there's also more people now who have now experienced the, the wholesomeness of being just Online, you know, we can just be in our PJs. Uh, right now, doing this call, I'm just in my PJs. And I'm actually understanding now that how we can involve both people on two different spectrums and yet improve our revenues. Well, at least I know you're wearing clothes. Some people, uh, I don't want to go there. <laughs> Gavin, I, I see a struggle though with regard to this uh, hybrid you know, form because uh, you talked about how people have experienced that wholesomeness of being at home and there is a resistance. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? That's why I, I mentioned that because there is that resistance, right? Mm. And we need to then understand how we can actually involve both spectrum, right? So the people who want to be on physical, the people who also want to be online. So there has to be a hybrid form. So for businesses, what we can do is that we need to really get a feel of what our our clients want, what, what your clients want, what your prospect want, and to see if doing things online will be better or doing things offline will be better. Mm. So... If you were to do just uh, a lot of the marketing will be done digitally right now. I think as compared to, to traditional marketing, a lot of businesses are now exploring to do digital marketing. So as we do that and you get the leads and you get the contact, what you can do is that you can invite them to actually come offline, right? Because then you get the one, one-on-one uh, interactive right. kind of experience for people. Or there's going to be new ways that you can explore. Now, Web 3.0 is coming on. You know, the metaverse is coming on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you can actually get people there to experience another form or or another way to interact with the business. And the way that you have to do that is really to, in my opinion, that a lot of businesses need to improve a lot on the way that they do follow-up. Because a lot of people just... (laughs) It's still stuck with the way that, you know, oh, follow-up just means that uh, people give us a lead and we just send an email and that's that. But that is not how you know, the millennials or that's not how people want to be follow-up today. They want to uh, receive WhatsApp messages. They want to just be able to read it, give you a blue tick and decide whether they want to get back to you or not. Businesses really need to start exploring the, the wide merit of ways that they get uh, involved their community, right? Being mm. a Facebook group mm. uh, or, or online forums and, and things like this. Give people a sense 
of a stake in your business. And that's how you're going to be able to really get involved. And when you do that, it really doesn't matter anymore whether it's physical or, or you're going to be online because they feel part of you and they will definitely want to come and enjoy you as much as possible. Yeah, it's a weird one, right? Businesses, they really want to go digital, but at the same time, they want the convenience of digital, but they still want that sense of, uh, in Chinese we say, that quantity, that, that relationship. Uh, <laughs> yes. I, I, I want to ask you about your, your clientele list. Uh, who's on it? Well, my, my Kaita list has a lot of uh, different uh, people from all different industries. So I have people who are doing traditional businesses. Okay. I also have a lot of coaches and trainers who, who used to be doing a lot of training offline and now they are translated to do online. I also have uh, people who are, in, uh, who are doing like network marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also have uh, businesses who are service as a, uh, software as a service. Okay. So they actually sell uh, software online. So it's really a wide uh, merit of people. I, but I feel that the, the struggle for most businesses are really the traditional businesses that is still hesitating whether they want to come online or not. Yeah, yeah. And I want to yeah. talk about some of these trends perhaps that you've observed. So uh, my wife's a digital marketer and, and I've heard how she would talk about, uh, you know, how it's the norm now where you get on board these uh, social media platforms. The problem there is they're constantly changing their algorithms and algorithms and market size. So, for example, European market or Singapore market, there is a correlation there. I mean, how do you tackle these challenges? And for you, what are some of the trends that you've noticed? Well, the biggest trend uh, is something that we just discussed earlier, which is uh, learning how to do uh, hybrid marketing, learning okay. how to involve people to, to become, to get used to the new hybrid format, because the truth is, if you just stick to being online, I'm not saying that that wouldn't work, but the truth is, you are going to lose some customers if you are just going to be purely online, because there is that portion of your audience who wants that offline experience as well. So, in order to maximize that, you, you've got to look forward and see what is coming up next. Um, the next trend that I can see that is going to happen in the digital marketing space is that I personally feel that as a business, if you are doing, if you are not yet started marketing, you will not feel it. But if you're already doing marketing, then I think they, you will actually feel that the costs are going to increase a lot more because as more people are coming into uh, doing advertising, digital advertising, the cost is naturally going to go up. So it's about being more direct with your message to the people. A lot of the marketing that I see a lot of businesses want to do is that they want to do a lot of branding form of marketing. So they, they talk a lot about their story, they talk a lot about their, 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 their experiences, but they don't get to the point, right? So on the consumer end, they have no idea what the brand is getting them to do. So if you're a brand and a business and you want to get someone or a consumer to buy your product, uh, I will feel that the trend moving forward is to be more direct with your message so that the other person uh, on the other end of the screen would know exactly what you want them to do so that they can take the right action for you. And of course, don't just sell for the sake of selling. I think the other thing, the other trend that I see online is that we, we use this term called edutainment, which, mm, which means that yes. you need to educate as well as entertain. Yes. Don't just sell, you want to attract rather than chase after customers. Mm, very, very good perspective. There's also another trend, though, Gavin. It's this is a trend that will stand the test of time, and it's been around for hundreds of years. The trend is called, but I got not enough budget. How? Uh? <laughs> what would you advise me? <laughs> Absolutely true. Oh my god, I, I, we hear that all the time. 
and for businesses that say that they do not have the budget, I mean, really, there's two ways about it. Number one is if you were to compare it with traditional marketing, I would say that the, the online space have already given uh, advertisers or small businesses that equal footing uh, with a lot of the big brands, right? Uh, you don't need to go to uh, do tens of thousands of of uh, dollars just to have a space to yeah. show your your ads right now. It, you just need, I would recommend, at the very least, around twenty dollars a day. Okay. Right, to get started. In fact, if you only have $2 a day, you can get started as well. But of course, I think the effectiveness will differ from there. Mm. And the other thing is, is this, right? If you, do, if you don't have the money to engage an agency like myself or anybody else, then I would say, uh, go and learn. There's a lot of free resources online that you can actually uh, be acquainted with how you can do digital marketing. It's really not that difficult today. Uh, if you know how to use an iPhone or Android phone, you probably can do digital marketing. It's just about having the spending the time and uh, the, the having the, the mindset to want to learn it and to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a very basic principle, you know, marketing 101 where have presence in the right space and you've got to find that right space no matter how big your presence or small it may be. Absolutely. One of my mentors used to say this to me all the time and it's one of the biggest lessons that I have mm. is that you, you always think that, you know, we want the best product. Right, we want the best product. We want to be able to, to showcase the best thing that we do. But my mentor said this, and it totally changed my perspective uh, 100%. Is that no matter how good you are, but if no one knows you, you will make a single cent. So best go. known, beat best. <laughs> All right. Gavin Sim, founder, Inbox Consults and Inbox Income Academy on the line with me. Gavin, I appreciate your time this morning. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Thank you, Elliot. It's my pleasure to be on the show. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.